Welcome to Stories in the Dark, a podcast about strange and creepy things. Come listen to the dark. Hello, darlings. For most of us, fall is starting, and fall is the best season of all. With the crisp, cooler air comes fog and mist and nights that come a little earlier. For this week's tale, we are going to hear about Liriel. Liriel likes to come with the mist. Liriel is another one of my demons. Not everyone gets to talk about their demons, but every week I get to share mine with you. A chill crept over the town turning the leaves and crisping the apples much too early. Everyone looked at the darkening sky and pursed their lips and wrapped themselves in sweaters and the illusion of safety that comes with locked doors and crackling fires. This town was no better and no worse than most towns. But everyone knew that when the cold came early and the corn didn't ripen, you stayed inside until it passed, whatever it was. Everyone knew, but just like any town, the children didn't listen. The little ones played in the fallen leaves, and the older ones had bonfires by the lake, and they all ignored the calls of their parents, trying to call them in. Which is how they saw her, how they were the first to see her, walking across the lake, a shape in the fog, mostly missed herself, so tiny, so pale under all that blood. The blood isn't hers. It's not that kind of story. The children stare as she walks so slowly across the water. They blink and the blood is gone. Was it ever really there? Her hair is ice flowing down her back. She's gowned in white from her neck down to her tiny feet. The only color is her rosebud mouth. Swollen lips kissed by fresh blood. She ignores them and walks into the town, mist trailing her into the streets. 
It sighs behind her and whispers her name. Liriel. She comes from the forest. She comes from the lake. She has walked across desert moons and dead seas and grassy meadows. She walks to get what she wants. She comes for what she needs. The moonlit night bleaches her, leeches the color. She glows icy white in the cold, dark of the town. The children Silent now, go home, and the town waits. The women watch their husbands, and the men check the doors. They all know something walks the streets at night, something hungry. Nothing happens that first night that Liriel appears. The children tell their parents, and everyone stays inside, warm by the fire. It won't help, but it's all they know to do. Liriel walks the next night. The cows go mad and scream into the sky. The cats watch the windows and guard the doors. The dogs whine and shake next to their humans. But nothing happens that night either. The cold starts to slip away and the town wonders has whatever that comes with the cold passed them by? Has she moved on to another town? Another world? Have they been spared? On the third night, the town stays in again. Doors are still locked. Fires still stoked. Salt spread around the doors and windows. But now there is talking and laughter as the faint mist crawls through the streets and families settle in together. But not every house has a family to keep the men inside. In this house, this one, in particular, there is a young man all alone. His wife is out of town. They talk on the phone every night she is away. This night, this unseasonably cold night, he lies in bed with a glass of whiskey and tells his wife he loves her. And then after they hang up, he stares at the wall. He's restless in this big house all by himself. He tries to read. 
a mystery by an author he's always enjoyed. The words get blurry and he stands and walks around the room. He goes downstairs and makes a sandwich and doesn't eat it. There is a glow outside, a glow in the streets. The moon is lighting up the mist, the mist that comes with cool nights and warm earth. He hears a whisper, but he doesn't know what it's saying. So he opens the door and leans outside trying to hear the voice calling to him in the night. Liriel, Liriel, her name drifting like a leaf in the wind. He steps onto the porch and he sees her standing on the sidewalk just past the little wooden fence his wife likes so much. She is very dainty, the girl in the mist. Her hands are clasped in front of her white dress and her long, long hair brushes the ground. It's whiter than white and she glows under the light of the moon. She glows all over, all except for her eyes and her lips. She doesn't move. She doesn't say anything, she just waits. He feels the pull low in his belly, the pull that tells him to leave the safety of his house, to come down off the porch and talk to her, to see if she's okay standing there so eerily staring at him as if she's haunting him. But she's no ghost. He is a good man. Something tells him this is wrong, that he should go back into the house. Some instinct is pricking the back of his neck telling him there is safety by the fire, inside the walls, behind the locked doors. But then she tilts her head and he hears the whisper again. And he tells himself he's just going to go talk to her. He's just trying to find out if she's okay. Out here, alone, in the dark. So he steps off his porch. He walks down the sidewalk and he hesitates only a moment at the gate before stepping onto the sidewalk. The chill hits him 
and his skin shivers and he feels it in his bones. Liriel gazes up at him with her sad eyes like deep wells and her rosebud mouth and her skin that looks like it's part of the mist. And she takes his hand and she walks with him into the dark. The door of his empty house swings in the wind and the young man fades as they walk. He fades into smoke and Liriel is covered in blood. Her arms, her dress, and it drips from her lovely little mouth and she glows with life now. She glows with his life and she takes every last drop from him until she's full and satisfied and she walks back across the lake, back to where she came from, and she takes the cold with her. Liriel will rest in the darkness until she wakes again, hungry, and then it will be time to visit another town. The young girl who isn't happy unless she's covered in blood. <laughs>